90 years ago, last June, if you lived in this area, and for that matter, if you lived out towards Copley, Medina, or Peninsula, you would have belonged to St. Vincent Parish, which is our mother parish. And in June of 1928, you would have received a letter that informed you, congratulations, you are now a member of the newest parish in Akron, St. Sebastian. The first mass is going to be celebrated in the Rankin Elementary School gym on August 5th, which was yesterday, the feast day of St. John Vianney. And you and well over 1,000 people would have shown up on that day to celebrate mass. It's just an interesting thing to note that our original parish boundaries, which is long before there was a St. Hilary or a Guardian Angels, was 60 square miles. And to give you an idea of how big 60 square miles is, the entire city of Akron is just a little over 62 square miles. So it was 90 years ago yesterday that we celebrated our first mass at St. Sebastian Parish. And today we mark this parish's service of the local Catholic and general Akron community for 90 years, educating, counseling, catechizing, assisting the poor, being a voice for the disenfranchised, providing beauty and art, sponsoring community events, having parish socials, helping the church around the world, providing sporting opportunities. And we have helped start organizations such as Loyola Retreat House, Nazareth Housing, the Peter Morris Center, and more recently, the Academy of Culture and Arts, and the Julie Billiard School at St. Sebastian, while evangelizing, worshiping, praying, and providing the sacraments. On this 90th anniversary of the First Mass, I hope it comes across as the focus of my pastorate that what we are doing together right now, celebrating the Mass, is the most important thing that we do. It is the heart of everything that we do. The source and summit, as Vatican II called it. We have schools because we first celebrate the Mass. We have the parish spaghetti dinner coming up because first we celebrate the Mass. Our kids this past weekend were up in Snyder Park running track, playing soccer, and playing football because first, as a community, we celebrate Mass. What we do here both causes and maintains our adhesion as a community because at the very heart of who we are is not a bunch of rules, a ritual, or an idea of how to live, but a person, Jesus Christ who comes to us in word and sacrament, body and blood, soul and divinity, and for 90 years has been the cause and the maintainer of our community. To help mark this event, today we will be using a chalice that was been given to the parish in the second year of his existence, in December of 1929, used by our founding pastor, Monsignor Zwistler, both in the original church down the street and up here until he died. And it stands as a witness to the faith life of this community today and in the history of West Akron. Using this chalice is cool in the same way that the uh, relics that we have out on our side altars for a little while are also cool. They connect us to very real people and original events 
that have been going on for a long time, well before any of us, and will continue to go on after us. These relics help us to recognize that the Mass we celebrate today has roots way back in history, and even further than we're thinking of as far as Christ being born. There is a dim reflection of what we are doing today in that first Exodus story that we heard proclaimed by Paul today. How the people longed for God's intervention to stay alive in the desert, and he rained down manna, bread, on them and fed them with the bread of heaven, right? Now this was not the Eucharist, but a precursor and an image of what would come much later. God slowly preparing his people for the day that he would send his son and that we were finally ready enough to understand and accept when he would give us his body and blood, soul and divinity to be consumed, to feed us spiritually as he fed them bodily, miraculously, so long ago. There was more foreshadowing earlier on with Jesus in the feeding of the multitudes with the breaking of the loaves and the fishes. And finally, in John today, in the bread of life discourse, God's people are still crying out for life. But in this case, we cry out for spiritual life, eternal life. And Jesus says they're not going to just receive the bread of heaven to keep them from being hungry. That's what the people ate in Exodus, and they still died. Or the bread that he fed them with in the division of the loaves. That was just bread to keep them from being hungry. But the bread, he says, that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. I am the bread of life, and whoever comes to me will never hunger. Today we continue this rich gift of God, symbolically foretold in the Israelites outside of Egypt thousands of years ago. And we continue to be formed down and through the ages as this gift becomes more and more in focus until it's instituted by Christ as his body and blood as we see in our mosaic up here. And that today we celebrate this, this mass, this bread of life in Akron in the year 2018. At this Mass today, at this Mass today, some of the texts we used are almost as old as the history of the stories they tell. At least one estimate of how old the first reading you heard today was is 5,000 years before Christ. The faithful have been hearing these very same words and worshiping God for thousands and thousands of years until it was handed down to you and me. Listening to the divine poetry of the Psalms has been going on almost as long. And the gospel we heard today, 2,000 years old. 2,000 years people have been listening to this. And on the other hand, most of the music that we sang today is not even 100 years old. We have more modern ideas of art. Even our instruments are uh, a little bit more uh, modern not the organ, but the instruments we would normally use, that piano, the idea of the piano is only about 360 years old. Goethe said, he who cannot draw in 2,000 years is living hand to mouth, and we have certainly taken advantage of the wisdom of the ages, ancient and new today. Today, you and I are at the fountainhead of that history. 
We are the ones to live out that faith in God today. To be the intentional disciples called upon to carry the torch and keep it burning brightly and to hand it on to the next generation. That's what I tell families who are having their babies baptized. Last week it was kind of nice though. We had slightly older kids baptized over here. So I was able to talk to the kids directly. And I said, you know, as we're baptizing them, today is not the completion of their baptism. Today is just the first day of their baptism. They won't be fully initiated into the church until they receive their confirmation. And all of us that are gathered at this baptism by our word and our example and our prayers promise to build these children up in the faith to hand it on because the primary place where the faith is handed on is not the church. It's not one of our schools. That's where it's fed. That's where it's given direction. That's where it's sharpened and honed. But the primary place where the faith is handed on is the domestic church in the home, one generation after the next, handing on the faith. And I was able to tell those kids, it's your responsibility to accept this. And then when you are ordained, you will be sitting in the seats where everybody else is today, and it will be your duty to pass it on to the next generation. Only in this way, by handing on that torch, will this great gift be maintained and handed on so that on some day, on August 5th, Right here in West Akron, this parish community may be celebrating its 100th, its 150th, or maybe even its 500th anniversary of the first Mass celebrated in West Akron by the St. Sebastian community.